Welcome back to Weekend Thoughts. My name is Logan Jones, and if you haven't listened to Weekend Thoughts before, uh, well, it's just that. It's what we've been thinking about on the weekends, talking about amongst the Middle Tech crew. And something I've been thinking about recently is data and how I believe that humanity is going to live by data and die by data. So let's dive into it. So humanity is producing data at an exponential rate right now. Uh, From data as seemingly insignificant as the number of steps you take in a particular day to data with billion-dollar implications such as global climate patterns. Um, Every day, I looked this up, it's pretty crazy, every day humanity is producing 2.5 quintillion bytes of data. I had to Google what a quintillion actually is. It's a one with 18 zeros. Uh, To break that number down into more understandable terms, that's 2.5 billion gigabytes, uh, or just over 39 million 64 gigabyte iPhones worth of data every single day. 90% of all of the data in the world was created within the last two years. Uh, And as you can imagine, that's not slowing down anytime soon. Humanity is literally producing data at an exponential rate right now. Now, I'm not a data scientist, uh, but rather a self-proclaimed technology enthusiast, maybe a little bit of a futurist as well. So this episode will be more of a high-level thought experiment rather than a deep dive, but it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. So data is now the most abundant resource we have at our disposal as humans. But the question is, what do we actually do with it? Well, if you've watched documentaries like The Great Hack or The Social Dilemma, Uh, You, as well as myself, might be picturing a dystopian future in which data analytics are used to influence and control us by doing things such as showing uh, certain political ads, which would be more likely to trigger us and swing our vote. Yeah, I'm referencing the great hack and how Cambridge Analytica did exactly that for the Trump administration. Um, Scenarios such as these have led to more regulation around data and scrutiny around how it's collected and used, which is a good thing. But don't let that ruin data's reputation for you. There is still hope for big data if we can figure out how to handle it correctly. Now, in my opinion, data itself is not necessarily good or bad. It's like water in a way. Water doesn't care if it's causing you to drown or hydrating you in the same way that data doesn't care how it's being used. You know, raw data is pretty much useless. It has to have analytics and mathematics applied to it to utilize it in any meaningful way. And I'm primarily an optimist, so I tend to focus on the bright side, and that's also what I do when I think about how all of this data will be used in the future. The future of innovation and technology, in my opinion, will be driven in this order. Massive, unstructured data sets, which are and will continue to be utilized for machine learning, artificial intelligence, and quantum computing, will then be connected and leveraged using APIs, and I'm referencing Evan's last Weekend Thoughts episode that was released two weeks ago. Listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, Those will ultimately allow technological breakthroughs and innovation that we can't even imagine. Everything from healthcare to climate science to education 
will be turbocharged by this process, and it's already happening. So a few real-world examples that I was looking into when I was preparing to record this, uh, let's just go over a couple of them. So one, I'll do kind of a pop culture example, is Moneyball, that movie about baseball uh, with Jonah Hill in it in which they use data to pretty much change the game of baseball. This is a real-world example that I feel like a lot of people can relate to, and it just kind of demonstrates how all the data that's around baseball was used to completely change the way the game was played. He was able to analyze all of that data and figure out that players that got on base more often led to more runs, which led to more wins. Uh, This is just an example of how data was leveraged to change an entire sport. Uh, and that started slowly bleeding into all the other sports as well. Another good one to think about is OpenAI's GPT-3, which is an open source conversational AI. Uh, so this AI can answer questions, write essays, and it's just kind of an example of how humanity is already starting to outsource things to artificial intelligence. And that artificial intelligence was trained on, guess what? A huge data set. Uh, It just went and crawled the web for, I think, around 500-some gigabytes of text. It wasn't even that much data, and they created this incredible tool with it. Another example is Tesla's full self-driving. You know, the reason that Tesla is kind of in the lead in terms of uh, self-driving and autonomous cars is because Tesla has collected so much more data than any other car company Uh, because they have more cars out on the road that they're testing this full self-driving beta uh, software with. So as they're doing that, they're collecting more data, they're able to analyze that data and leverage that data, and that's leading to larger and faster technological breakthroughs with their software and with their technology. And as companies develop this tech, they'll be able to scale to massive proportions, especially as things like APIs create a whole nother economy and way of connecting information. And this is where I'm really referencing Evan's weekend thoughts uh, about the API economy. It's something that you should really look into if you're not familiar with it already. You know, and maybe this is a bit out there, but I think it's kind of fun to consider this as humanity's collective brain. You know, we're soaking in all this data, we're learning from it, and then this data is used to improve that collective brain and provide solutions to huge problems. So as I said, uh, more of a high-level overview for this episode, but just something I've been thinking a lot about uh, and something that I feel like more people should be paying attention to because I I really feel like it's what's driving this breakneck innovation that we're seeing uh, across software and technology right now. All of the data that's being collected and will continue to be collected will be used for great things and if not regulated properly and scrutinized enough can also be used for well, not so good things as well. So that's what I've been thinking about.